Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Again, going places that I've never been, seeing things that I may never see again. I can't wait to get on the road again. And welcome everybody, Bob Stoffer, Brendan Escott joining you. This is Oilers Now. Got a lot to get to on today's edition of Oilers Now. I'll be uh, making my way down to Calgary to go watch the Bakersfield Condors in action against the Calgary Wranglers immediately following uh, today's show. And the irony of running that song with Willie uh, Nelson 30 years ago today, Willie Nelson, he ran into a little bit of uh, trouble with the IRS. He agreed to uh, pay $9 million of uh, back taxes of the 16.7 that he <laughs> owed the Internal Revenue Service. I remember that was one of the first big ones that we heard about. This happens apparently all the time in soccer, spe- uh, specifically in Spain, uh, with deferred payments and such, as opposed to, like, say, a guy like uh, Bobby Bonilla, who you can look it up right now, uh, had one of the greatest contracts of all time, which seemingly pays them like a million bucks in perpetuity forever. All right, lots to get to. Oilers now for World of Spas. Aching after a long day, World of Spas offers Stubbs Design with for your relief in mind. Rest, recover, and relax with World of Spas, Alberta's number one swim spa dealer. Visit worldofspas.com. It is the all-star slash uh, CBA-mandated uh, bye week for the Oilers. Uh, We're going to hook up with Stuart Skinner in about seven minutes' time. Edmonton Oilers netminder who was voted to the Pacific Division All-Star team. Louis DeBrusque for GCL Diesel today at 12.35. Bakersfield Condors tonight and tomorrow against uh, the Calgary Wranglers who have an excellent season. Uh, Edmonton Oilers assistant GM Keith Gretzky, uh, the man who oversees the Condors, who has started to... Uh, sort of improve their play of late. A lot of their young guns are starting to get going. Keith Gretzky will uh, come down the pipe at 105. And then from Parts Unknown, courtesy of Legacy Heating and Cooling, John Shannon, our NHL insider, at 135 today. A reminder, here is how you get a hold of us. You can reach us on the River Cree Resort and Casino Hotline, 780-496-0063. Country music star Gord Bamford takes the stage at the River Cree February the 10th. The uh, River Cree Resort and Casino exci- excitement. But, uh, Brendan, I'm going to miss out. I'm going to be on the road. Um, with the Oilers, uh, Edmonton's in uh, Detroit, and then Philadelphia, Ottawa, and Montreal. Four games in a span of six days. Uh, the River Cree's having a uh, immediate uh, night tent in the middle of next week. So I'm a little bit bummed out that I'm not going to be seeing Janie and uh, uh, Joan and the gang over at the River Cree for that, because those are always fun affairs. Um, you can text us on the Ashley Fine Floors text line as well, 780-496-0063. Get the new floors you've always wanted at 143rd Street, 111th Avenue, or head to ashleyfineflores.com. We're on Twitter at Oilers now. Uh, you can tweet me, Bob underscore Stoffer, Brendan Escott at Brendan with two E's, Escott with two T's. Escott will be uh, handling things for us on Monday's edition of Oilers now, as I'll be flying with the team to uh, Detroit Rock City. All right, Brendan. Um, 
We're going to go into the top story for legacy heating and cooling. Whether it's heating or cooling you need, get it with no payments and no interest for a year. That's how you build a legacy legacy heating and cooling. I, there was um, I think the movie the movie was called Shallow Grave. Was that the name of the movie? Uh, Ewan McGregor was in it, and there was a line, "What gives? What gives?" Well, something has to give, Brendan. Coming up here over the span of the next week and a half, involving the Edmonton Oilers and their cap situation. So I'm going to get you to. Uh, Briefly, put on your thinking cap. Here's here's a scenario. Kyler Yamamoto is available to return to the Edmonton Oilers lineup for the game on Super Bowl Sunday. The Oilers, uh, again, they are in Detroit on Tuesday. They're in Philadelphia Thursday. They have an afternoon game. Ottawa comes off their bye week on Saturday, as do the Montreal Canadiens. And the Oilers are in Ottawa Saturday, basically morning Edmonton time, and Sunday morning in Montreal. Yamamoto is available for that game. And the Oilers had an opportunity to sort of extend things and not have to make a hard uh, cap casualty type decision. They're going to have to create some cap space if they activate Yamamoto, who is a popular player with some of the Oilers' top players. So, what gives? What gives? What would you do? Oh, this is tough because, again, and despite both of these players playing better in recent weeks, one of Pugliarvi or Warren Fogle has to come out of the lineup and differently than they did last time, right? It's not just park them in the press box. This is a waiver wire move. Yeah. You've got to find a way through waivers to get this money off of the books. I don't think that either of these players is going to be as crucial as Yamamoto could prove to be down the stretch. Right. So to me, that's the ultimate decision. But that sounds like a cap casualty to me either way you look. Yeah, yeah, honestly. And and here's the thing. For the fans out there, Paul Yarby is obviously a more popular player than Fogel in the eyes of oil, uh, oil country fans. But the reality of the situation is Paul Yarby's contract, uh, you know, he's a restricted free agent. He needs to be qualified. At, and, and all day he can play in the NHL as a third-line winger. And so can Fogel. The problem is the price point, and the Oilers have a better team. It is not out of the realm of possibility by the end of the year that the Edmonton Oilers are a top-four team in the Western Conference the way they're tracking right now, 7-0-1 in their last eight games. Um, so logic might dictate that I think we know what's going to happen. I mean, Paul Yarvey's already spoken to the Finnish papers. It's probably best for him to get a reset. And I wonder if a little bit of creativity, potentially with LTIR, maybe even involving another organization, may ultimately come into fruition to... You know, make things happen. It does not mean that a player doesn't end up going on waiver. What I would tell you is that no, I, I would be at two point seven. Could you trade Fogel in the off season? Yeah, if you attach something with it, right? Not significant because we're talking two point seven five million. You can get a player for a million bucks, but you know, you, you take a look at Zach Cassian. He had two years left in his deal at three point two. So it's going to be really intriguing. It's it's a different scenario if you got a guy on an expiring contract, and maybe there's a team willing to take a chance. We'll have to wait and see on that front. But it's certainly going to be part and parcel to uh, what happens here with the uh, Edmonton Oilers. Now, we're going to head into the Oilers Now Audio Vault for direct work. We're specialized to work with your business. Outfit your crew from head to toe in Edmonton and Fort McMurray. Mark Spector saved all of his best answers yesterday for Jalen and I on the afternoon show. He gave us nothing. Uh, just kidding. Uh, we, we sort of, their focus was about the fact that Rexall was closing. And uh, Spector from Sportsnet, regular contributor in the show, uh, every Wednesday, had this to say 
on the fact that there's no reminder of Oilers' glory left in Rexall Place anymore. No, no glory. No. No glory. <laughs> no, anything <laughs> that, that reminded you of glory is gone. Yeah. All that's left is the stuff no one wants. <laughs> mm. um, you know, I mean, there was a couple of things I would have thought would be gone. There was a couple of big mixing boards and a couple of TVs and things like that. But, you know, the scoreboard's been recycled for sure. Most of the seats are gone and the only ones left are, I wouldn't put them in my house. Yeah. Um, yeah, I was in all the dressing rooms. There's nothing in there anymore that you want. All the stalls are gone, and anything of any positive memories out of there. It is. It's time. The Wreckers ball. It's we're tapping our foot, waiting for that Wreckers ball. There you go. That's Mark Spector in yesterday's edition of uh, Six Thirty Chat Afternoons with Jalen and I. It is twelve fourteen in Edmonton. When we return on Oilers Now, we will hook up with uh, All Star goaltender Stuart Skinner. This is Oilers Now, and it is twelve fifteen in Edmonton. It is 12-16 in Edmonton. Welcome back, everybody. Bob Stoffer, Brendan Escott with you. And we're going to head off to the River Cree Resort Casino Hotline and go to our headliner today for Wilhawk Beef Jerky. It's the best you ever tasted. Search for Wilhawk, W-I-L-H-A-U-K today. Trent and the gang at Wilhawk, uh, they got three locations in the Edmonton area to uh, look after you. We head down to Florida, where we are pleased to be joined on the line by Pacific Division All-Star Stuart Skinner. Hello, Stuart. How you doing? Good. How are you? Good. All right, now that you're there, is it kind of set in? Holy cow, I'm at the All-Star game. Yeah, it's uh, it's it's definitely a moment where you're uh, very grateful for the opportunity and uh, very privileged. You got voted in by the fans. What does that tell you? Uh, that they like me, <laughs> I guess. And you got a huge um, well, family been, uh... as well, right? <laughs> you got, you got a... <laughs> yeah, yeah, I do. That helps. Yeah, absolutely. All right. So, uh, first of all, we got to ask you: you feeling better? Uh, yeah, I do. I uh, feel feel much, much better. Yeah. Uh, you're a new father, and uh, I know that there was a fan engagement event at Rogers Place on Thursday night. I'm sure the lineups for guys like you were, you know, four or 500 people. For Cam Moon and myself, it was uh, three or four people. Uh, but uh, <laughs> it's funny how it all worked. And we'd be remiss without uh, – we'll get to sort of your season and what's happened this year, Stuart, but – how about what happened Saturday night at Rogers Place? You, you, you're ill, and you're on the ice for the morning skate, and you bolted off the ice. Matt Berlin gets the call during the afternoon, and your former Southside Athletic Club teammate ends up getting the final two and a half minutes of the game. How cool was that? What did you think about all that? Oh, I just, I thought it was, it was so much fun to watch. It was obviously an incredible moment for Bur- for Burles and. Uh, yeah, I got to play with him for two years playing in Southside. We both played as rookies in second years, and uh, we were uh, really good friends and good buddies. And uh, Giorgio Estevan, our captain, would always have to split us apart in the dressing room because we were always having too much fun before the games and had to focus up. And um, Yeah, it's great seeing him uh, being able to step on the ice, uh, play an NHL game, and make an NHL save. It's, uh, you know, something that he'll never forget, and it was awesome to watch him do that. I remember seeing uh, Giorgio play because he knew Jake DeBrus pretty well, and he was a Buffalo draft choice, real good major junior player. Uh, interesting. All right, so let's uh, let's cut. To, so I, I know that was an awesome experience for you to watch. What's been what's what, what's taking play? Have you done the media availability yet, or is that coming later this afternoon in Florida? 
Uh, coming right away. Actually, we're uh, we're leaving here pretty soon uh, to go do that. Uh, go do that today. All right. So you're stuck talking to me right now. Uh, who all went down from the Skinner uh, entourage? Um, actually, nobody. Uh, it's pretty far travel, um, so nobody was able to make it. I was going to bring uh, my wife and uh, the newborn, but um, he's a little too young. He's about uh, two two weeks old, so just, just over two weeks. So couldn't uh, couldn't fly him down, uh, which is a bummer. But uh, it's all right. I'm gonna you know have a lot of fun and uh, really enjoy Florida here and actually get some sleep. <laughs> yeah, uh, my wife's been great for letting me get some sleep. Uh, there you go. I'm still kind of used to it, but it'll still uh, it'll still be nice to to catch up on it, sleep for sure. <laughs> look, you're a pretty chill guy. You're a pretty relaxed guy, and uh, and and I love composure and goaltenders because there's, you know, I I, I was a, a lazy forward that didn't back check that wasn't good enough to play in the Western League. But I can tell you right now, when when goalies were uh, eccentric or chirp their teammates, and st- I hated that. And I love the fact that you're you're so balanced. Now, all that being said, is it a little surreal to think of maybe where you were two years ago? To think that you're playing in the All Star game right now? Yeah, hundred um, percent. Very surreal. I mean, uh, yeah, few few years ago, I was playing in the East Coast and um, eating blueberry muffins for pregame and. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> then a year later, you're in the American League taking the bus, and you know uh, it's definitely a grind down there, but it's also a lot of fun and uh, definitely a, a step up from the coast. And then uh, being able to play your first year in the NHL has been un- obviously unbelievable, and just the differences and uh, how fortunate I am to be in this position. And then going to the All Star Game is pretty, pretty wild. So um, throughout the years of pro hockey and the experiences you get, it's. Uh, it's a moment in your life you'll never forget and something that you know you're uh extremely grateful for and uh very lucky to do i uh, I'm, I'm just disappointed that calgary uh didn't move stockton there a couple years ago because i'm driving down after the show today to watch uh bakersfield play tonight and tomorrow against the uh, calgary wranglers i would have loved to have seen you guys play more Stuart. i went in there uh, last year for a few games i'm, I'm trying to think you might have still been up with the Oilers at that point i can't recall um, the guy that sort of struck, uh, that caught my eye at that time was Vincent DeHarnay. It's a guy you know well. You're probably not surprised that he's yeah. made a little bit of impact on the back end. No, no surprise at all. I, um, I've i always kind of known what he's been capable of ever since he's I've been playing with him. Uh, I mean, he's obviously an incredible defenseman. He defends well, defends hard. He's a big body, hits, takes care of the net. Uh, he makes my job a lot easier. So um, he's been doing that for me for five years so i've uh it's it's great seeing him uh do it in the nhl now and he uh he deserves every little bit he's getting oilers all-star goaltender Stuart skinner joining us bob stoffer with it you on oilers now all right Stuart. uh this is a different type of game not a lot of defense can't get too wound up if there's multiple uh, breakaways two-on-ones or even (laughs) three-on-ones no no not at all you're just uh you're just having fun out there and being able to meet the meet meet some new guys and um, yeah, it'll uh, it'll be a great time. Is there uh, any in the skills competition? Do you know like have you been assigned to a specific um, task yet? Yet you know what you're doing. I mean, obviously the, there's the breakaway challenge or whatever, but what are you going to be doing? Yeah, I think it's a breakaway challenge, and then there's a new event for goalies. I uh, I believe I was reading about it anyway, anyways, but it was uh, I think you got to shoot it 
into the net or if you miss the net or if you get it in the small hole that they have on the ice depends how many points you get and then it also depends how many players go shoots on the other goalie so something like that i'm not uh 100 sure um but it'll be uh it'll be a good time and i'm uh, i'm excited for that you're gonna channel your inner mike smith maybe you can speak uh how much uh you know smith and Koskin, and i know this year it's you and jack but just a thought on you know being around those guys a bit at the start of each of the last two seasons and, and maybe how they helped you as well yeah they they were amazing for uh for myself just as a person teammate and obviously as a goalie as well um I mean, you look at both of those guys, and uh, they, they've obviously made a huge impact for the Oilers, and they've been, they're unbelievable goalies um, with lots of experience with the both of them. And uh, just being able to learn how they work and what they do on and off the ice has been, you know, something that I've been, you know, very fortunate to be around and to learn from. Uh, and, yeah, those guys have, you know, really guided me in lots of different ways in my game uh, just to, you know, grow my game and um Talking about hard work, uh, I've been involved with um, obviously those two guys in Soupy, and uh, all three guys have been one of the hardest working people um, that you'll see on the ice. And I've uh, I've been able to learn from that, and it makes me want to work that much harder as well. So um, I've been very fortunate with the people that I've been uh, able to be around. Well, you have people believing in you as well, Stuart, and I, I, you know, we'll leave you with this. I don't know if you heard, but uh, Wayne Gretzky was with the team for uh, 16, 17, 17, 18, 18, 19, and 19, 20 through, you know, until a pandemic hit, and then obviously limited to come uh, up to Canada after. He was on the TNT panel at the start of the year and raised some eyebrows when he said that Edmonton has got a, a really good young goaltender that's going to surprise some people by the name of Stuart Skinner. So it's always great when you have the great one in your corner, isn't it? Oh, absolutely. <laughs> that's, uh, that's pretty incredible that, uh, he, um, that he's so nice enough to, uh, to say something like that. And, uh, definitely, uh, definitely something that's very cool is hearing the great one say that about yourself. So, um, yeah, that's, uh, definitely a moment. <laughs> oh, there's a chance you might be seeing him down in Florida. Who knows? Maybe he'll reach out one of these days as well. Uh, thanks yeah. a lot. Thanks a lot for joining us on the show. Special thanks to uh, uh, Jamie and Sean for setting us up. And have a great time this weekend, Stuart. And we'll see you on the plane on Monday. Thank you very much. See you then. You bet. That is Stuart Skinner, who, of course, uh, is in the All-Star game. Talk about a guy that's just grounded and down to earth. It's, it's just it's incredible. I mean, he... It's it's funny. Uh, you can text us at 780-496-0063. Um, you know, you can never... Uh, you you got to love it. You just got to love it where this guy's going. And right now, I mean, the irony is he's played pretty well. We had David Staples on yesterday, talked a bit about the fact that Skinner's had the superior numbers, and yet Jack Campbell has the wins. And it sounds like there's more scoring chances maybe being given up when Skinner's in there. But I also just think three games, the game against Buffalo, 49 shots, the game against Anaheim, 49 shots, and then 39 shots against Columbus. Those games were games where the goalie on the other team was the first star. And if, if the Oilers win those games and the expected goals, and I know a lot of you don't believe in that stat, uh, would have suggested that they should have. That basically, Skinner and, uh, and Campbell would have pretty much the same record. Bottom line is this. Things are looking pretty good. Would you not agree, Brendan? $7.6 million combined in goal 
for the next three years. You can live with that. Um, does the cap go up significantly or marginally? There's, it's funny. There was a quiet confidence that it was going to jump. This story out of the, uh, and we'll talk a bit about with John Shannon with this, with Bally Sports and the U.S. regionals. It always, this, it, and you know what? It upsets me because American teams and American networks have a lot of clout. But at the end of the day, their regional deals for a lot of them are in peril and not very good. And it's markets, you know, like obviously Montreal, Toronto all day, but also Edmonton. Edmonton has been a significant revenue contributor basically since the 0506 lockout, with the exception of last year at Rexall Place. We'll see where it all goes cap-wise. But 7.6 on an $83.5 million cap, which is guaranteed next year, it's not the end of the world in goal. And I think Edmonton's in a good spot here. We'll go off to a global news weather traffic update with Eileen Bell. And when we return, Sportsnet color analyst Louis DeBrus for GCL Diesel.